Hey, welcome to the Junto Show. I'm Lance. I'm woke with jokes. I'm Johnny, artist, adventurer, and student leadership, and you reach me at Finn Comics. Ah, yes, yes, yes. And I'm uh, at A-K-A-D-I-M-I-X. <laughs> you gotta change that, man. It's, it's academics. Like when you, well, if actually nobody's pronounced it right in, in all of my, <laughs> exactly. my decades of being on the internet. But it's it's right there. It makes so much sense to me. Uh, okay, so uh, Bo is still out uh, raising his kid, uh, being a dad, uh, giving his priorities in order, skipping out on the Junto show. But our loss is your gain, listeners, because we have the lovely, the talented, the amazing Sarah in our studio today. Aww. Sarah, say hi to everybody. Hi, guys. I'm Sarah, your friendly neighborhood yoga teacher, actor, and dog enthusiast. Awesome. <laughs> I love nice. it. She's an old friend that we've, we, uh, well, not the old, she's a friend that we've had for a long time <laughs> in Orlando. She's, uh, she's super great and we're looking forward to having her in studio. Oh, thanks guys. <laughs> so, so let me introduce the show. Uh, the Junto is a club Benjamin Franklin founded way back when America was great. The purpose of the Junto was to debate questions of morals, politics, and natural philosophy. Our show's not quite that stuffy, but here and there we stumble upon something profound between the geeky jokes. <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, you like that? You like that? I wrote that. <laughs> Good. All right. So, uh, so the first thing that we do on the show here is a say the date. <laughs> oh, son of a guy. <laughs> All right. The, today's date is Thursday, October twenty sixth, two thousand and seventeen. This is going to be our spooky pre Halloween episode. Right? Yeah, you prepared all kinds of Halloween content. I did. There's clowns in this house. Oh <laughs> son my of God. a B word. <laughs> you, <laughs> <don't> <laughs> you don't like clowns either? No. Thank no? God. See, you're the we're the only sane ones, Johnny. Looking yeah. out for the safety of you and your home. Well, <laughs> me and my clowns beg otherwise. Oh Man, no. if you, you bring those red nosed demons into, into this, <laughs> this house, buddy, we are going to have problems. We're going to rumble in here. Oh God. <laughs> so, so Sarah, I take it you did not watch the movie it. It's too scary. Okay. Hey, did you second. see the original? Yes. And that's what did it. Didn't that's it? who did it. See, yes. it's, I think I think there is a the large percentage of people who have like clown issues. Yeah. It's because they saw the, the it movie like when they were kids. I bet if you like look at the the clown phobia of millennials versus like I don't know like World War Two vets. <laughs> cool with clowns. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen I've seen the atrocities. <laughs> Who's oh, that? Um, that uh, crazy advisor of Trump's. The <laughs> you name it. <laughs> <laughs> Bannon? Kerry and... Oh, Kelly Conway? and Conway? K- Kellyanne Conway, yeah, yeah. In the latest Saturday Night Live uh, skit, they uh, they portrayed Kellyanne Conway as the it. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so she's like in the gutter trying to entice... Uh, it, was, it was Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper to come down. <laughs> it was like, hilarious. Like, I've got a sound bite down here, Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> a funny quip. <laughs> exactly. You I'll can't resist it. I'll say something crazy. We'll off loop. I was like, man, like I, oh, man. it's like, it's, 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 that's terrifying. And then like she comes out the gutter and then is regular and is, you know, still terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I can't do it. Ah. So uh, how are you guys enjoying this unseasonably, or I guess it might be seasonably cold mm-hmm. Florida weather. <laughs> it's like woke up one day and all of a sudden it's winter. It's been hot for the previous like 205 days of the year <laughs> and then cold all of a sudden. Yeah, well, all of a sudden. Well, I mean, yeah, like no warning, just fall. <laughs> also, it's like Florida cold, so it's like sixty-five. Yeah. And I'm like, my windows are, I don't know, like uh, misty. But <laughs> I, I would argue Florida cold is actually colder than most places because we got the humidity. Oh, so it's like yeah. you're walking through ice here in Florida. Okay, so I when was, it gets cold, like our sixty-five yeah. is colder than somebody else's sixty-five, but it's still like yes. sixty-five. It's probably like fifteen <laughs> in certain places True. around the country. True, whatever. So, I mean, I don't want to like complain about it or whatever but you know if yeah. you don't live here you don't know the struggle yeah. so mm-hmm. so sarah as a female you, you know the cold snap comes in do you like yes let's break out my winter gear 
Yeah, you could you can layer and wear boots. Yeah, and, for yeah. the few days a year in Florida, you can actually do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny, right? Because I, I look at these fashion magazines and I want to try to be a dapper gentleman. You know, oh, yeah. I want to try to look nice. And then they're like, "Oh, you got to wear these layers." You know, you put this jacket on with this shirt or whatever. And then I'm just like, "No, it's way too hot down here." Yeah. <laughs> if these things were made out of paper, it would still be too hot down here, and I would sweat through them and rip them. <laughs> yeah. Especially with these big muscles like that. You know, it'd uh, be kind of cool though if you had a paper shirt and you're just like. <laughs> <laughs> I get it so often I just like rip one off and then put one out of my back pocket like hey I'm just poking out here <laughs> uh, one of my friends in high school she made her prom dress out of uh, duct tape no way you know those people that's cool there was like, a scholarship hard to take off <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I wouldn't know <laughs> I'm falling for that one wink <laughs> nice oh man that's like a project runway uh, challenge it seems like it's more like project Home Depot <laughs> Okay, so so uh, Sarah, I know you mostly as an actress. So I noticed you said you were also a yoga instructor too. Yes. So uh, so which of the two do you like more? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think probably I like theater more mm-hmm. because you know I like the stories and everything and the working with people. But um, I like practicing yoga, I guess, more than teaching. I like teaching it too, but. Um, when you practice it, you just, you know, get to have fun and not have to think about it, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. I've, I've dabbled in yoga. I've done like nice. one or two classes and like, I feel like it's a really good thing and it's yeah. good, good for your stretching and good for your body, mm-hmm. but, uh, not the best at it. You, you do much yoga, Johnny? I used to back in the day. I used to do a little bit more. So, so Sarah, when you're walking people through your, your sessions, do you like go through the meditation phase of it too? Which I'm kind of curious because, because you have to transport them a little bit, right? Yeah. yeah, sometimes I do uh, in the end in Shavasana. I, mm-hmm. I try to do like some kind of uh, breathing exercise or visualization exercise, mm-hmm. you know, if I have time. Mm. It's nice. All right. Yeah. So how long have you been uh, doing yoga? I've been doing yoga ever since I was like 15. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. even realize it was around that long. <laughs> well, I guess it's probably a thousand years old in yeah. India. <laughs> <laughs> just like started just doing like DVDs, you know, I had this... Uh, Rodney DVD that I did at home. Oh, cool. Um, but cool. I didn't start doing it like, you know, in the studio till I was like in college. Man, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. Oh. So uh, you say, uh, what was, has been your favorite acting role that you've had? Oh, uh, probably there's a show called Proof that I did mm-hmm. and um, it's about a uh, mathematician. Oh, hey, hey, speaking yeah. my language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my nerd sensibilities have, uh, have t- clicked in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good show. I think it's a movie too with like, Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, really? Is it called Proof? Yeah. Recent or, or some of her classic work? Mm, I think like uh, maybe late 90s, early 2000s probably. Okay, Proof. So who were you? If I put it on my Netflix, I want to see who uh, who you were portraying. Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> Superb. <laughs> Superb. Okay, so uh, <laughs> Johnny's dog is sneaking a kiss. <laughs> yeah, hello. You rascal. Wait, your dog's a girl though, right? Yeah. Hey there. <laughs> I'm cool with that. All right, so our first, so we're going to get our first official segment going here. Uh, it used to be called Rapid Fire News, but I've changed oh, it. Nice. I've changed the name. It's uh, it's now Hot Take News. Ooh. Hot Take News. All right. I like that. So, uh, I'm not sure what sound effect goes with that, though. Same one as always. <laughs> Stolen Anchorman clip. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Which one? It's a... Uh, Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Ron Burgundy, and this is what's happening in your world tonight. (laughs) And I'm going to play it right there. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy, and this is what's happening in your world tonight. (laughs) Okay, so, uh, all right, so not to to take the the show down here, but it seems like the biggest news story in the country is that basically every powerful man is a giant pervert. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, uh, so you've seen the Harvey Weinstein news for like the last two or three weeks or whatever, right? It's Mm -hmm. like, man, that's crazy. And then I saw, well, when I was making the, the, the notes for this show, this director, James Toback, you heard of him? Mm-mm. He directed like the Mike Tyson movie, 
which I like a lot actually. Mm. And then a few others. He's like a you know a pretty prolific director if you know his name. But he said he's got over two hundred women coming out. Like they said that they put out. I saw a story came out and it was like maybe five or six on the record. And then I saw that the reporter who wrote that has been contacted by like two hundred more. <gasps> Holy cow! And I'm like, geez, Louise, what is going on out here? The like that's a lot. Yes, <laughs> it is insanity. It's like stop giving all these men power. We don't know what to do. Well, they are all abusing it. it no, not all, but it's way too many. Yeah. Is it just too easy to fall into that system? I mean, out of uh, whatever you call it, corruption, abuse, and such. Like, like I don't know. Sir, as an actress, like, so I'm going to go into this casting call, whatever kind of thing, and meet with the director. Is there some part of a as an actor or an actress you assume like? All right, um, I might get groped. I might get uh, you know asked weird things or something. Yeah, you probably heard, yeah, heard so. stories or whatever going around. Yeah, but I don't, I don't but know. it's like is that a, almost an expectation of the it's just of the system? And therefore, everybody just abides by this corrupt system, and then and then all of a sudden, one person says, "Hey, that's wrong." It's like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> that is wrong." Well, that seems to be what's happening. So, so, like, part of me is really happy that there seems to be consequences finally yeah. for like these twenty well public shaming so far because nobody's going to jail right yeah but for like the you know the previous lifetime and career of just being a terrible person so hmm. i'm definitely in support of like the movement to i don't know uh roast these people publicly get them out of office or get them out of showbiz like good god man good yeah. god <laughs> going crazy there's like have you guys heard of this me too movement on facebook yeah yeah but i think that's mm-hmm. just kind of help or uh, at least uh helping people come forward and yeah. talk about it more which yeah. is it's like a social media support group which is great yeah, yeah, yeah. creating a, a community mm-hmm. you know cause I, I think uh there's a lot of st- people a lot of stigma you know mm-hmm. you think you're the one person so because here's the thing i've noticed too is right like one person comes out against powerful person powerful man <laughs> x y or z right and then 200 people 200 more people yeah. come out so it's like once you know you, you feel like you're not alone or like okay you know this is a the thing that's happening you feel like uh i don't know like it the barrier to entry is a lot lower after that happens, and I think that mm-hmm. that's good. And then also, so here's here's I saw, I saw um I was listening to an interview with like a woman's rights activist or something like that, right? And she was like, uh, the thing that you should do if you're a a, a woman, like a an office worker woman, not like a, a regular woman, <laughs> <laughs> it was like to, uh, if you get harassed by your boss, you should tell a coworker oh, yeah. about it, you know, like document it. So then that way, when, whenever it comes time, you've like. You, mm-hmm. You've got somebody on a record, and she was like, uh, preferably a male. Tell tell a male if in your office, or if you tell a woman, tell two. And I was like, damn, like why two if it's a female? Because I think like it builds credibility. So like implicit in her in her thing from her experience, because she's like wrote a book about this, right? Mm. She's found that basically the word of two women is is roughly equivalent to the word of one man. Wow. I was like, oh, like, she didn't say it like that, right? But she said, you know, yeah. tell one man, or if you got to tell a woman, tell two. I was like, man, like that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Ah. All right, next topic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so <laughs> little sports news here: the Arizona Cardinals uh, NFL team they hired uh, Mike Burvis Bur Burkovici <laughs> as a uh, as a practice quarterback. <laughs> this guy has never played in the NFL. One put one down. Oh man, <laughs> he's some random guy off the street. And Colin Kaepernick <laughs> still doesn't have a job. All right, next topic. <laughs> what? That's it? I'm just hey, you can talk about it if you want to. <laughs> No, all right. <laughs> That's sports. So I don't know anything about sports. You know the Colin Kaepernick thing, though, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah. It. I'm just saying, like they'd rather hire some guy who's never played. That's so crazy. In the league, instead of Colin Kaepernick, who went to the Super Bowl, yeah. <laughs> they're hiring random dudes. 
So I just want to so like because you know he actually had the courage to stand up or sit down or sit down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he's being punished for it. That seems like the anti-American. You know, like are we supposed to have free speech? And I guess that's, uh, <laughs> that's why you're on the show. <laughs> that's, that's quite the re- quite the re- reflection on. Um, the people these days. Yeah, yeah, so I just want to point that out there that, like, you know, when people are trying to make this case that, oh, he's not a very good quarterback, you know, and that's why he's not in the league. And I'm like, okay, they're hiring truck drivers to <laughs> <laughs> come throw, throw passes. <laughs> All right, so uh, another next thing I saw is that Twitter is going to start labeling their political ads clearly. Like, with a, a top thing says sponsor and the bottom thing says this ad is a political ad. They mm-hmm. got all the pushback from the election where everybody was like, you know, Russian trolls or whatever <laughs> yeah. doing it, and they weren't being advertised as such. And so they're letting it you know be clear hey this is political advertising step in the right direction yeah, yeah. this one is uh, sponsored by russia <laughs> <laughs> okay so here's a, a funny thing that i there is no way in hell i'm going to do this uh i love amazon i'm a prime member johnny prime? Heck yeah, i'm a prime member sarah prime oh yeah everybody's prime i wonder what the percentage <laughs> of people that prime is like i wonder i feel like everybody i know has netflix right yeah. but not the whole country right Mm-hmm. Can't be the whole country. So it's like, is it like 80% of people or is it like 50% of people? And I just know like cool people. <laughs> I don't know. It's neither here nor there. So did you hear, <laughs> did you hear about the Amazon key service? Yes, I did. Did you oh. hear about this, Sarah? I don't think so. I just so. read it in your notes. <laughs> 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 okay. So Amazon key is the, the, it's a system where if you're not home or maybe even if you are home, like the, the delivery driver, <laughs> the delivery driver like has authorization to open your door Whoa. and leave your package inside of your home <laughs> i feel like this is a start of an adult movie right <laughs> it's like whoops i i am here and i got some clothes delivered because i don't have any <laughs> I'm, like, Jeez, I'm just like i i am not for letting random people into my house at all so so a i'm sure amazon has thought through the process to make people feel comfortable oh yeah so th- th- there's rules restrictions and criterias and such so but if you can overcome that it just still feels weird obviously I wonder what that would be like if, like, you're actually home and you just let the whole thing happen still, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how weird yeah. would you be if you're... It's probably you're, nothing. I mean... I'm, if you're the delivery guy, you open the door, you come in, and you see the owner just stand there looking <laughs> at you. You're like, why didn't you just open the door when I rang the doorbell? Ah, uh, we're getting lazier and lazier. Like, yeah. people are getting their wine yeah. delivered to their house. I'm getting their food delivered to their house. <laughs> I won't leave the house to get batteries anymore. So <laughs> it's like, I mean, this will be a thing for a lot of people, but one... I'm sure as hell not going to be like one of these uh, drivers, like some random black dude opening the <laughs> people's doors in like nice trap. Like, yeah, like nice neighborhoods, Mm-mm, buddy. That's yeah. what I like to call a setup. <laughs> also, I, I am not like with letting people into my house for real like that either. So, Sarah, would you let somebody in your house? I don't know. It seems weird. It seems weird, but would you? I mean, like you get some a lot of deliveries. I'm not sure you get any theft in your area, but yeah right because i mean you could get your stuff stolen yeah, off your porch I, i've had yeah. stuff stolen on my porch oh really yeah, and every so often when i get something delivered that's like expensive i'm like i hope the thieves don't know today's an expensive one <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah they're like waiting exactly right. i stole my, my my laundry detergent last time hopefully they'll steal <laughs> my new ipad <laughs> exactly. yeah. try and mix it up you know <laughs> yeah, you think you'd uh, take part in that service I don't know. You make a good point because, you know, you don't want to leave something on your porch for a yeah. long time. Oh, so maybe if you can pick and choose. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. That might be good. Yeah, be like, like, okay, this one I want you to come in the house for. This yeah. one, no. This one you just leave by the front door. I don't care if you get still one. So they said that they they, yeah. they give you like a special for two, for the low, low fee of like 250 bucks, right, is what this costs. So Whoa. that's the new prime fee or whatever. Uh, they give you like, uh, I think they said it was like a webcam that goes on your door. Oh, okay. And then like a, a slight, some type of like electronic lock. 
Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I like them having that lock key because I guess you unlock it remotely. Yeah. And then you oh. can like see the guy come in and drop your stuff off and then yeah. leave to the webcam. Yeah. So they got it worked out a little bit, but I don't trust it. <laughs> I feel like it that might be easy to, I don't know if you could hack into the lock or something. I don't know. I think it is the thing. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like all of this stuff. So have you heard of the Internet of Things? No. So like the, people have like smart refrigerators now, like smart toasters, smart thermostats, smart, you name it in front of the thing. You can like control it from your phone or do whatever. Smart uh, garage doors. What? And like, but the security on every, all of this crap is terrible. Like hackers are any, any decent hacker is getting right into it real fast. <laughs> and like, so like two things are happening, right? The amount of internet connected devices you can have in your home yeah. is skyrocketing and the security on them. Is terrible. Oh man! <laughs> like, so, so what happens? So you walk into your house and it's like ninety-five degrees. The heater's on. <laughs> all the lights on. Like, darn it! I've been hacked again. <laughs> yeah, right. And then your garage door is is, is just dancing with you. <laughs> it's like it's no good, no good. <laughs> all right, next darn, item. Darn Russians. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of right, they're just like sitting at home playing with the garage door. <laughs> okay, so the, the first good news to come out of and Washington, they're wa- and they're watching us on the webcams too. Oh yeah, yeah. All your webcams. Change your passwords it's on any of that stuff. Your, your nanny cam. <laughs> People are like watching your babies on your nanny cam. Like change your password on your nanny cam. <laughs> dance American dance. <laughs> so good, so, so so interesting. So much food over there. <laughs> they throw away food. It's crazy. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> next item, we got the first good news to come out of uh, Washington since uh, I don't know what January. <laughs> President Trump said he's going to release the Kennedy assassination files. Now, Whoa. It, you know a few things about me. I am huge conspiracy theorist or whatever, and the Kennedy assassination is like the conspiracy of conspiracies and i am all about it i'm gonna read all this crap <laughs> nothing's gonna come out of it that's what they say y'all think something is actually gonna come out of this thing it'll be like oh know. page one chapter one uh it'll say uh oh boy, what's his name john books booth yeah lee harvey lee harvey did not do it that's gonna be page one unredacted <laughs> they said it's gonna be like ten thousand files or something like that so i'm gonna oh, yeah. have like I'm not going to read them. I'm going to like read what reporters say about yeah, them. Exactly. But it'll be something, right? That, that I don't know. That's a crazy thing. So I think the who do I think did it? I think the CIA killed him. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think some time traveler did. <laughs> More plausible to, to yeah. set things in motion because if that didn't happen, something else didn't happen in our future afterwards. The civil rights? You think some black time traveler came back and killed? Him? I didn't say that. Yeah, I mean, if works, works. <laughs> <laughs> You care about that at all? That uh, political intrigue? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, there it is. I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought you were going to ask, do you care anything about that? Time travel? <laughs> Time you know? travel? I don't know. Like, a, There's a podcast called The Dollop I listen to. It's all about like crazy yeah. stuff in history. Mm. That makes me want to time travel less and less. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, right? Everybody's like, oh, man, I want to go back in time. And do it. Go back in time. <laughs> yeah, we well, we'll just go back to witness something. Just, to, oh, just yeah. to verify the facts. Was it true or not? I go see, like, if we can go see Jesus, right? And see yeah. him, like, turn the water into wine. Well, snap, he did it. Yeah. <laughs> true. True. Like, oh, there it is. Like, oh, oh, you know did, what? He did come out of the grave. Yeah, right. sure enough. Did nobody in that rock, behind that rock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. First zombie there is. Or? Let me go stop sinning. Yeah. <laughs> or, I, I don't know. That sucks too, right? Because, like, if you really know Jesus is real and then you get, get back in time, you're, like, about to steal uh, some pay per view or whatever. Like, ugh. Yeah. Hell's real. <laughs> you're, like, a. <laughs> About to like, uh, I don't know, call in sick from work when you're really like healthy. Like, I don't know, the hell's real. <laughs> I feel like I gotta, I gotta be a little better. <laughs> it's probably better to be uncertain. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see what else we got here. Uh, nah, that stuff's all depressing. I just think, picture you stealing pay per view, like, <laughs> like some 
rabbit ears. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's the way it works. <laughs> you know, I'll scramble it. You get them, you get them two inches apart, thirty degree angle. Wow. Yeah, you get uh, all the fights. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys watch the big? Merriweather versus McGregor. Fight. Oh yeah, yeah. We we got the pay per view here, and you Irish. You watch boxing? You're Irish. I know. I should have watched it. Like fight me, laddie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny because he he was like uh some McGregor. You know, he actually did better did better than I thought because like oh, yeah. I'm a big Mayweather guy. Yeah. Even though Mayweather's kind of a bad person, but he's a really good boxer. And so I was like, yeah, it's going to be great. But then, like, in the first couple of rounds, like, Mayweather wasn't really fighting for real. So then, like, McGregor was tagging him a little bit. And I was like, It's <laughs> like, you know, a, a good straight punch can get you. You know, no matter how tough you are or whatever, you can get hit the wrong way. And then, like, uh, towards the, the later rounds, I, I got real cocky. <laughs> <laughs> so that, was, uh, that was good stuff. <laughs> you think he was hanging back on purpose to, like, give him a little... Yeah, he he usually does. Like Mayweather will take the first couple. He'll take like the first two or three rounds to like get your timing down because oh, he's a, he's a big counter puncher, and he'll like figure out uh, your defense or your offense or whatever, get your spacing and your timing down. But he took like four rounds in this fight, and I was like, "Hey Mayweather, you're lo- <laughs> you're really losing on points here. <laughs> yeah. Like you're gonna have to really come back and like beat him in the next few rounds because he never knocks anybody out, so it's gonna be on points." And I was like, "Oh, you're taking too long." And then you know, like I think it was round two, I was like, "Yeah, I always knew it. <laughs> take that." <laughs> that's funny okay that's so he uh, never knocks anybody out is it is it like he doesn't want to hurt anybody real bad or no nah, he's a little guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that weight class of boxing is just harder to find people knocking and, each other out and he discovered that like people pay to watch him to like they like once the fight starts he's made his 300 million dollars right oh nice. and then he just talks trash from fight to fight and then people <laughs> want to see him get beat up so bad that they buy the next one even though He's never going to lose, and it's never going to be an exciting fight because there's no knockouts. He just plays defense and then wins on points, and he's done that. He did that 40 times, and then everybody's like, this next time, this next guy's going to knock him out, that, that MF-er. He's, like, he's like, nope, I, 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 I run, I, I uh, cover up, yeah. I throw counter punches, and I win my points, <laughs> and then talk trash, <laughs> and, and go to the bank. He said he's a billionaire. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, man. All right, so... uh there's a uh, okay. So you guys heard about everybody heard about the hurricane in Puerto Rico mm. and, and the devastation oh, yeah. there. Yeah. So there's a, a a Montana company called Whitefish Energy it has two full time employees, and they just got a three hundred million dollar contract to rebuild the power grid in what in Puerto Rico. That's no, crazy. yeah, they, they have like a bunch of subcontractors over there or whatever. So they claim they were like the fastest people they could get there on the time. And from what I hear, they do have dozens of employees working on the power grids. But I'm like, the Secretary of the Interior. Son worked there. Oh. <laughs> and also, he's from Montana, from Whitefish, mm. Montana. So it's like, I'm not saying it's a thing, mm. but it's clearly a thing. But yeah. the thing I want to talk about, though, is that... <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of things. Yeah, it's all crazy. It's all crazy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I could go all day about crazy stuff. But the... um, So you have you seen the mayor of San Juan, Puerto Rico? Mm-hmm. This uh, this powerful woman who's, like, pushing so hard to get her some aid for her, for her city and, you know, getting pushback from the government. Yeah. So on Twitter, she's... Uh, this is her timeline... She says, you would think I'm the only woman in the world who's commented on this. What is it about women having an opinion that irritates some? And it was like the the Whitefish Energy Company was like talking trash about her like on their website. So then she says, if Whitefish, if at Whitefish Energy feels that asking for transparency is misplaced, what are they afraid of? And then the company's Twitter account replies, we've got 44 linemen rebuilding power lines in your city and 40 more men just arrived. Do you want us to send them back or keep working? Whoa, that's so rude. Yeah, right? I'm like, you're wow. a, <laughs> like you're threatening to like leave a a ravaged yeah. town because you're petty having a fight with the mayor, the mayor on Twitter. Oh my god, is gosh. that what we're doing in 2017? <laughs> like threatening to leave people out in the sand? There's got to be some policy against that. You would think. 
Yeah. Well, then, I mean, you, you would think this is probably there's two there's two employees, so like it's probably the CEO running Twitter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's like what he's gonna do? Policy she's a mayor. Some... Like show her some respect, you know? Yeah, exactly. Or, uh, or, or customer service, just simple oh, customer yeah. service. I am servicing your customer right now, so oh, she's not the customer. It's like uh, I don't know the government or, some, or the, the United States government. It, mm. I'm just like man, it's so so it's so mean. Yeah. Like these people are hurting and and dying, or whatever. You're being petty on Twitter. Ah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Everything's bad. Everything's great. Oh, <laughs> uh, yada, yada. Some more bad news. More bad news. Oh, here we go. Good news. <laughs> good news, man. Give me some good news. Ah, it's all terrible. It's all great, though. Uh, okay, so pumpkin supplies. I wanted to talk about Halloween stuff, right? So oh, yeah. I, I was like Googling pumpkins. <laughs> so, uh, pumpkin supplies have been squashed uh, uh, due to the hurricanes. <laughs> that's it. Oh. <laughs> it's like, like a tornado with pumpkins. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it hurt the crops. So there's less Aww. pumpkins than there used to be for this, this season. So get your pumpkin spice while you can. Oh, no. Oh, pumpkin spice lattes from Starbucks. Oh, those are delicious. Yeah, stock up. Yeah, I had my oh, first yeah. one the other day, and I was like, oh, my gosh. All the... That every all the the hype totally worth it. Oh yeah, <laughs> so good. Uh, oh, speaking of uh, Starbucks, we got the zombie frappuccino is coming. <laughs> what is that? Okay, so we got uh, <clears throat> in an ever growing list of mythical creatures being ground up and served <laughs> to you as icy caffeinated goodness. Starbucks, the creators of the unicorn frappuccino, now bring us the zombie frappuccino. <laughs> I wrote that too. <laughs> okay, so the, the like <laughs> it says uh, the zombie frappuccino is a blended beverage. Has a ghastly green body made with frappuccino creme or creme, mm-hmm. infused with flavors of tart apple, caramel, and topped with pink whipped cream, brains, and red mocha drizzle for like blood. Ooh. For what? Blood. 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 Okay. <laughs> okay. So I guess it's a uh, it's apple oh. flavor with a uh, pink whipped cream. All right. Now I can guarantee I will not drink that. Really? I like oh, apples. It sounds weird. Apple coffee though. I don't know how that cuts. Uh, apple uh, coffee. Yeah, I don't know. They make uh, apple I, I coffee. Well, it's apples, right? And it's frappuccino. So it's some type of coffee. Uh, what's the name? Dunkin' Donuts has a blueberry, I think. You can get blueberry coffee. Mm. Uh, I, I, I think that is a thing, but the idea of mixing coffee with the fruit, too weird. Yeah, people make fruit beers. Still tastes like beer. I'm yeah. sure. I don't know. It's good, though. All right. Uh, oh, I didn't see this, but it says, in 2014, Starbucks put out the limited edition Franken Frappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that one had that, that one had in it. And in 2015 and 2016, it served the vampire-inspired frappula. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Let's right. uh, see how much time we've done here. Uh, all right. So, oh, uh, little opioid. Uh, <laughs> opi- <laughs> <laughs> no more bad news. Uh, no more bad news. No okay. more bad news. All right. All right. 64,000 people died. Uh, and <laughs> it's crazy, right? I was gonna like when I saw that number, I was like, man, that's way more than I thought. Yeah. yeah 64,000 so, last year. Yeah. Over, or overdoses, right? So wow. God knows how many more are like maimed or how many yeah. more are just like on it and living. So Man. when they say it's a, a big deal, like it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And you put a number on it. Wow. Yeah. And that's the news. Hey. <laughs> why do I feel so bad? Ooh. This is people? why. This is why I stopped listening to news. Ah, it's too negative, man. But you got to be informed, though, buddy. Like, if you didn't know that sixty-four thousand people were dying from the opioid crisis, yeah. you wouldn't know how big a deal it was, and you True. wouldn't be as inclined to True. work to try to fix it or like have empathy for the I mean, people or do whatever. So maybe this is more of a moral question, which is right in line with what the Junta shows about. But is it better to be happy or to be informed? If you had to choose between the two, if they were mutually exclusive. Okay, uh, so we we have a third, a new yeah. a new yeah. body here. So I have. Definitely gone way the other side. Like you see, you see when I look at news, this is what I go to. Like the worst stuff, I, and well, not the worst stuff. I just look at stuff, right? And then it just so happens that all the stuff is bad. So, well, not all. so, so Sarah, which one would you choose? If you could only choose one or the other, 
happiness or informed? I think informed because like previously I was not really listening to news mm-hmm. and everything, you know, and I was happier. <laughs> but, but now I'm like, you know, listening to a lot more news and stuff. And, you know, it is like depressing, but it yeah. I don't know. It feels good to to be in the know, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. you got to understand the world that's going on around you. And then also, like, Johnny, so you're a good person, too, right? So, yeah. in theory, you would be a soldier on the right side of this war. And you're like, I'm not about to fight. On the right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, okay, you like, know. I think I do enough just to stay uh, minimally informed these days. I used to yeah. be more intensive about getting news and getting up-to-date um, information on politics, international affairs, and such. But these days, I think I do my minimum, which is, you know, I approve the Google News websites. I get the the NBC Nightly News podcast. I get the BBC Global News podcast, and that that's it for me. And that's, that's good really enough. Good. And that's good enough for me. Yeah, because you know more than most probably. Yeah, which is you know more bad on the most yeah. than good on you. But yeah. I, I mean, you're ahead of the curve, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that, that that's where I've drawn the line lately. Where I'm like, okay, that's enough for me to feel informed and knowledgeable. To I, I can keep on par with people's conversation. Mm-hmm. But not so like down and negative and depressed. But like, ah, oh, there's just so much stuff going on. Yeah, there's something in there. I gotta, I gotta figure out the right way to articulate it because it's just like you know, I don't know. I, I, I want you to to be more depressed. No, not depressed. <laughs> not, not at all. Right. And if those are the options, then fine. But I think there's a middle ground where. Yeah. I think maybe maybe you would be like happy to be fighting for the right cause, yes. right? True. Oh, true. Yeah. True. And it's like you're not giving yourself the option to be doing good works mm. out there. So, so maybe something along. I'm I'm working on it. Like I think yeah, about yeah. this for, for 15 minutes before podcast every week. <laughs> 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 all right. So, uh, so yeah, that's uh, the news segment for all of us here at News Center Four. I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. And we'll be right back after this. <laughs> Welcome back to the Junto Show. I'm Johnny. I'm Lance. I'm Sarah. Hey. Awesome. <laughs> So as we do in the Junto Show, we like to bring some moral, ethical questions into play here. And I recently came across this example that I wanted to uh, pose to you two to see what you think, right? All right. So imagine all these satellites in space. Oh, okay. They're, they're all flying around, doing their thing, right? Mm-hmm. And every so often, they, uh, they, they lose the capability to stay in orbit, and they'll have to crash mm-hmm. back into the atmosphere. Usually, they disintegrate or... Or whatnot in the, in the atmosphere as their reentry burning up and such, right? But if they're big enough, they will actually make an impact on land. Ooh. Yeah, I think course. a Russian one made a hit the water maybe a year or two ago. And the China one's actually coming down at the beginning of the year. Ooh, did we know where it's going to hit? Is it uncontrolled entry? Ooh. So most of the time, so I learned about that in high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're if you're a responsible satellite provider, right, you would. Um, hopefully control the entry or like you would know okay this is gonna last 10 years and once it's done i'm gonna send it into uh re-entry and hopefully it burns up over the pacific ocean or something like that mm-hmm. right so the question that was posed like is there such a thing as a semi-controlled entry right mm-hmm. and somewhere in between totally controlling obviously and totally uncontrolled where i have no idea where this thing is going to go mm-hmm. where the idea here being like okay, i got a satellite going and when i feel like it's about to Start losing capability and start re-entering Earth Earth atmosphere. I'll I'll somehow this imaginary push it into a decay orbit that has the least population oh. that it may impact. Ah, oh. right. Okay. So instead of like going right across the United States or across China, where it's like very dense in population, I'll control the trajectory such that it'll fly over New Guinea. Mm. 
That's and, actually and, not that dense. And then a lot of water, 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 water. You know, so if you trace this thing by wherever density publishing count, mm-hmm. this is the orbit. But it will cross it over New, New Guinea. Is New Guinea very pop, pop, very populous? Not that popular, but over the... Is that, whole, the, is that the, 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 over the whole trajectory? It's a lot of water, mm-hmm. water, 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 and the little bit of land just happens to be New Guinea, man, right for this trajectory to work out. Mm-hmm. So the ethical question is: Is that right? Should should you do that? Like this is almost a, um, you know, w- what's good for the many as opposed to what's good for the few. Oh yeah. Right, man. I tell you, but this example, I, I can't. I can't. Th- those aren't the terms that I think about it. Right? You, you, you framed it as the goods of the many and the goods of the few, or whatever. And then all I heard was rich country is willing to blow up a satellite over <laughs> poor country. <laughs> totally true. Man. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, I feel like, okay, so it's like, so say an American com- company like launches an American satellite. Yeah. Are they should they be required to have, I don't know, the the probability of it ha- like breaking up over America? That didn't feel right either. <laughs> Oh, it's like yeah. I like I don't uh, I mean I got uh, Comcast not DirecTV <laughs> so like, so why am I at risk of that so um yeah so yeah. I, I think that's where my head went too where I'm like so if I'm if I'm an American company I should only have the rights to disintegrate over America and over uh, over, your, over your campus but you can't control it to that precise to to that precision I believe mm-hmm. oh. but so but at the macro level if we're in, if we are us, the Junto Show, is the international community. Can we make that decision? How difficult is it to do a controlled... Um, I forget what it's called. Controlled entry. <laughs> yeah, controlled um, entry. I'm not sure. I don't know. Is It, it could be tough. I easier, think it I guess, to do a semi-controlled entry? Yeah, no, I think we're in the hypo, um, the hypothetical realm. There, oh. there, there, there's no capability to do a semi-controlled entry, but if we could, oh. the question is, should we? Can we... What Can we start putting little bombs in these satellites to like blow them up? And it's then even worse sometimes because you blow it up, you get tiny little fragments all over the place. Okay, so yeah, as <laughs> opposed to just one object you, you need to avoid. Now you have like a, a million of these shrapnel objects. Well, here's my thing, right? Because I feel like the, the thing that stops a, an object from burning up completely in reentry is that it's real big. But maybe it's like the material it's made out of. So I'm like, if it's smaller, then it's more likely to break up. But I could just be like I could be smart. Some, our one smart listener is like, "Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not how that works." <laughs> so that, yeah, that's where I was going at with it. So, 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 Sarah, so, what's, this, what's the question, Johnny? So, so, does the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few? Oh, for in sure. This, in this case, <laughs> so if that's the case, then we should uh, do, if it's capable of doing so, put all these orbits in a decay over New Guinea. Poor New Guinea. Nah. Like, what is all this stuff? Nah, those, yeah. those two things don't follow. Like, one thing is true, and the other thing, I'm not going. I'm not going to put my stamp on. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they could build like cool huts I mean, out of the. I mean, there, there, <laughs> there's data out there that shows, like, from a macro level, the world population uh, density by latitude, longitude. So you you factor that all in, and then you calculate the orbit. Then you can calculate. Okay, this path if it decays in this path it'll potentially impact X amount of people. You do this orbit in decay, it'll impact Y amount of people. So you have only so many choices, and the the lowest number just happens to be over New Guinea. Mm. Man, that would be a tough... Like, for you to be the person in charge of that? I would hope, yeah. I would hope they'd have an issue. Okay, like, if if that's the path we're going down, so, like, I, I do think we need to minimize the amount of damage or whatever. 
Um, but like the space you in needs to have some type of fund <laughs> to like compensate the people and or oh, the government yeah. of whatever place like does end up getting hit with it. Like I, I, I it just can't be in a vacuum. It's like, oh man, no, hit that village. <laughs> so, <sighs> Good thing they hit Manhattan. So, Moving on. <laughs> like that. So, and if the government of New Guinea says absolutely not, uh, hmm, okay, okay, can you still do it anyways. No, no. Yeah, I, I don't think you can. It's a war. Okay, so here's yeah. here's how you okay here's an example, right, or a thought. So you can opt out of being in the satellite. Uh, the K zone or whatever, mm-hmm. and then we have to try our best to avoid you, but also you don't get like cable from that satellite, or you, you can't <laughs> use GPS. <laughs> Maybe like people who getting really love Cheers reruns. Like, <laughs> don't take away our Cheers. Yeah, no, that's I feel. I mean, it's a oh, show yeah. about nothing, but it's all in our hearts. <laughs> yeah. So like, and maybe that type of thing. I don't know. That's a that's an interesting interesting concept. What, what do you think about it, Johnny? I say absolutely not. Like even though not to what what is, what is the official thing you're saying not to? Um, not to intentionally put a decay orbit in semi-controlled energy over like a population like New Guinea. It seems intentionally wrong. Yeah, I say, like, say let it be random. Yeah, I say let it be random. Or if you had to point it over your own country, and then point it over like. Montana, I think, or some <laughs> some state that doesn't have that many people. Yeah, the United States is like you said; it's, it's pop- uh, dense. I was like, no, I've driven across parts of the United States. There is nothing in yeah. large parts of the United States. Yeah, <laughs> like it's. I, I think the ethical piece is the intentional piece of it. Like I am yeah. intentionally putting this thing in a path that could harm those people, and that to me feels wrong. If it's a pure randomness of, I don't know where it's gonna land. It could land in New York City, or it could land in New Guinea. Like, okay, fair is fair. Everybody's got a fair draw there, so that to me is a difference. Man, that feels wrong to me though, because because at the same time, right? Like, uh, I don't know, one of these uh, Mexico City or something. I think is like the mo- one of the most dense cities in in the world. Like, you can cause so much damage and like so much worse for it to hit like a Mexico City versus like a uh, yeah, Australian uh, outback, a Paris, Texas, or something. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> so mm, that's it. That's interesting. That's interesting. Sarah, you kind of scary to think that there would be. Parts of satellites just falling out of the sky. <laughs> it's not really happening all the time, but <gasps> well, it is happening in New Year's with the uh, Chinese uh, space station. But. You, you yeah. see it in, in like so in Russia, right? Russia is a giant, giant country, and also I think because there's a lot of like scams where people will like jump in front of your car and get hit, oh man, and then like try to see you. Lots of people in Russia have like dash cams on their cars. So, like, if you go on YouTube, yeah. there's a ton of, like, r- random stuff caught on video in Russia <laughs> from people who, like, see it on their dash cams in their car. So, like, I've seen so many, like, like, um, like, uh, meteorites or satellites that come down and, like, uh, like break out the windows and buildings and stuff like that captured on, like, dash cams in Russia. <laughs> Whoa. Because they have a lot of cameras going on. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's like yeah. constant monitoring of everything and they just, like, upload the videos. So, I mean, I'm not saying it happens all, every day and I'm not, like, before I go out the house looking up <laughs> or whatever. Like a titanium umbrella. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, that was on that on that show. Uh what was it? Powerless? Yeah. <laughs> they, they canceled after like two shows. It, so the part is a stupid show, I shouldn't go to it. It's a great show. I can't believe they canceled it. So it was like it was like the random people who live in the world populated by Superman or whatever. Oh whoa. So, so it was just these people who work at a company that like make devices to help regular citizens survive like the falling debris from when a building gets knocked down. <laughs> Yeah, and they had, had like a tough umbrella that, like, when uh, bricks <laughs> fell on it, you would be okay. And that was one of the things. <laughs> that was a stupid show. <laughs> That's hilarious. The main character went out uh, on a on a date with this person, and it turns out that person that she started uh, liking was a henchman for a villain. 
no. It's like these are the struggles that it would happen in real <laughs> life if there were actual heroes and villains in the world. Like so, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, I'm fascinated by the henchmen. You know, this is neither here nor there. It's in what we're talking about. But like, in gen- generally speaking, right? The the, su- the superhero henchmen, fascinating. I'm like, what are you doing? How much you get paid? Do you get health? Like, why are you such a bad shot? Like, go train. <laughs> like, and you su- you saw him kill your homeboy like a week ago. Like, take like quit coming in. He, he's going to you're going to come in late or like not catch the hero because he's like, having Superman. So, all right, all right. So. What happens if uh, Luther Corp as Lex Corp mm-hmm. is hiring? Oh, right, and you're you you got to pay the bills. Yeah, right. You got mm-hmm. student loans or whatnot. You got maybe kids at home that like Bo has now. <laughs> Do you go work at Lex Corp? It comes with health benefits. Oh. Well, I, well, is Lex kill? I don't. You should maybe Lex Luthor, right? Because it's a big company and he was like president or whatever. But don't go work for like uh, the Mandarin. Mandarin is <laughs> like killing people. He kills you when you mess up. He's like, oh, you didn't catch your Iron Man. Random dude with no powers. And he like kills you to make an example. Like, you can't be Iron Man. <laughs> you want me to? <laughs> I, got, I had Cheerios for breakfast. But, but you rich. What, what happens if your villain boss treats you really good though? Ah, man. Treats you really good. It really takes care of you. He does all the leadership things correctly. He gets to know you. <laughs> knows what drives you. Provides good health care. <laughs> I mean... I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't think I'm set, made out for the Hitchman life. <laughs> I'm more of like, I like even the accountant, right? So like, I, th- I think that's a quote right there. Okay, I'm not made out for the Hitchman life. <laughs> yeah, but I, I would like to read it. Like, I think that would be like an interesting one. I, I would read the the real account of like a mob henchman and what he did, and then I would read like a novel about <laughs> some henchman who worked for like a super super. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably out there. Yeah. Uh, okay. There's a really great book about uh, from like the supervillain's point of view. Ooh. It's called "Soon I Will Be Invincible." It's uh, hmm. a few years old, but it's really it's really good. Yeah. And type type type. Add it to the queue. <laughs> oh, can't wait to read that. Uh, so so did, did it make it uh, make the villain human? Yeah, it did. Yeah, you sympathized with him. I mean, he's still. Uh, That's how they get you, Sarah. Yeah. Don't fall for it. I know. But those are always the best villains. The no, ones I who might work for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, work for a supervillain. Like, who would do that? <laughs> it's like, those, but those are the, be- the best villains. The ones who like who think they're doing the, the right thing. Yes. Or whatever. Yeah. I hate. I hate yes. like that. I'm going to destroy the world, guys. I'm like, what are, you, what are you doing? You live here. But like the guy who's like, I'm going to kill all the humans because they're destroying the planet. I'm like, eh, like you're a bad guy, but get it <laughs> <laughs> or like like poison ivy right her thing oh, is she yeah. loves the plants and she's yeah. like oh man the humans are kind of after the planet so i'm gonna take out some of the humans let the plants do their thing i'm like ivy you got me under your spell this <laughs> sounds like you can't be a henchman after all you'd be a poison Work- ivy henchman working, yeah, well, yeah. For, working for the right boss yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. give me one of these poison ivy harley quinn's uh vixen you know. so if it's like a hot oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah obviously so not the, <laughs> so not the penguin no, 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 you know when he like maces you <laughs> this fear mace <laughs> oh, but he brought in a box of donuts though <laughs> yeah there you Aww. go every Friday the scarecrow <laughs> brings in uh, pumpkin spice <laughs> donuts <laughs> for the office pumpkin spice <laughs> oh man it's off the rails I love it <laughs> alright that's, that's a pretty good segment uh, so don't be mean to 
your people in other countries yeah, and, and control your orbits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, make sure you control your orbits, everybody. Good advice for the for the citizen. Out there. <laughs> control your orbits. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. <laughs> Hey, welcome back to the Junta Show. Uh, did I hurt your ears? You almost scared us. <laughs> ah, I'm sorry. Well, all right. Well, happy Halloween. <laughs> I'm Lance. Oh. I'm still Johnny. I'm still Sarah. All right. I meant to do like a. I'm I'm uh, Doctor Lansenstein. <laughs> Spooky Sarah. Oh, I like that. And, this uh, is Count Johnny. And Count Johnny. Yeah, like it's Halloween. Did you know. have your? What is it? Uh, frappula? <laughs> no, I do not have my frappula. I'm not drinking that thing. There was a guy on Twitter who I was refuse. like, "Fuse." First of all, it's probably really good. So it probably is, it, or at the very least, no worse than a regular frappuccino. I mean, this is com- coming from the company that created the uh, pumpkin spice latte that you love, oh. Lance. Did they create that? Mm, they're most known for it. Also, yeah. have you had a pumpkin, pumpkin spice latte? Yet? No. Oh, well, why'd your voice get so? Uh, it was so good. This <laughs> is ecstasy. I think your voice turned white there for a second. <laughs> I was like, oh man, <laughs> gotta get back to the coal mines. <laughs> Making not make anxiety, Zach. Not. Dang it! I had. I was gonna ask you something. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, so there was a guy on Twitter. It was like <laughs> there. There is no evidence that the monster mash was happening during Halloween time. It could have just been a party any time of year. <laughs> oh, just like a monster party? Yeah, just a monster party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, if you listen to the words, it never says anything about Halloween. It's just like the monsters were just hanging out, chilling. Uh-huh. Getting down. <laughs> like graduation. Yeah. It could have been like any Friday night. <laughs> yeah, just getting down. <laughs> like Easter. <laughs> All right. I was like, oh, you know what there, buddy? Like, You're looking into the, the deep issues of the day. <laughs> Making sure everybody's on track, and I appreciate that. Doesn't mean we can play monster mash throughout the year? Yes. He gave us author. I eat cow chocula in February. Mm. That's because it's black. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's time for our famed pop, pop culture segment. Pop, pop. Whoop, whoop. All right, so Johnny, have you been uh, watching anything, seeing anything, reading anything? Uh, I've been a, sure. uh, I've been a good consumer these past few days. Uh, yes, America loves it. <laughs> yes, I've been consuming a lot of things. Let's start off with the new X-Men spinoff TV show from Fox, The Gifted. Is it yeah. good? Good. It's I very read. good. You watched it? You put it on the list, and I, I watched it before I came over here. Hey. And I was like, oh, hold up. Yeah. This is, this is damn fine TV. <laughs> nice. I watched yeah. the first episode. Okay. Yeah. Second second episode's just as good, I'd say. Okay. And so why do you like it? So so the quick premise is, um, so we live in this universe of mutants, and mutants are being uh, hunted or registered by the federal authorities because they clearly cause a lot of mayhem and a lot of destruction. And such. So there are federal agencies that go out and, you know, and go get these people, right? Even on accident, you know, like a mutant. Uh, so you, you develop your mutant powers as a teenager, typically, like around puberty. And so if you get, like, the power to, I don't know, burn stuff up, and you accidentally burn you So, you, like, there are evil ones, good ones, and then some people who are just, like, you accidentally burn something down. It's just, like, dangerous to, to give the governments, um, like, the best view of what the government's doing to, like, round these people up or whatever. Yeah. Okay, go on. So, and the uh, the father in the story, the main character father, he, uh, th- that's his job. He goes and prosecutes these moons. Did you watch True Blood? Mm-hmm. He's, uh, it's Bill from True Blood. Stucky. Ooh. Yeah, he's the dad. Stucky. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then the, uh, in the episode, it turns out his two kids are both moons. And oh, his no. power just, mani- his uh, younger boy's power just manifested and, like, destroyed a school gym or something like that. Ooh. Yeah, that's a little so, spoilery. It's a little spoiler. Yeah, it's in the it's in the commercials. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> so he is left with making the decision like, oh, 
and it's a very easy, quick decision. I'm a father, so I'm gonna take care of my kids. You know, I wasn't so sure that he was going to um to take his kids side in, yeah. in the whole thing. Okay. You know, I was like, when he did, I was like, oh, that's the thing to do. But I don't know. I feel like uh, I'm trying to think. So, like one of these, uh, if I was one of these drug warrior, like a uh, old school, like Southern <laughs> lawyers or whatever, who like hates drugs, drugs are for hippies or whatever. <laughs> and then like I find my my kid like pot in my kid's room. Like, do I turn him in or do I just like I don't know counsel him or whatever? I feel like fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like, a, or like, a, you know, when you're, you're some type of real religious person, you know, like the the, the weird kind, and then you find out your kid's gay. Like, you know what? Yes, those parents. I know some people who got kicked out of their family for being gay. Yeah. So oh, yeah, it's yeah. true. It, it could go either way. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So you asked me what I like about the show, uh, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna take it all the way back, right? Mm-hmm. So the thing that always at its at its best, and this is uh, what Stan Lee uh, has said about why he created the X Men was that they were uh, persecuted people living in their time. I think he created them around the 60s, around the time of the civil rights movement. Oh, wow. So, like, the, the mutants were kind of an analogy for, like, the, the black civil rights struggle in America. And if you, you can loosely correlate Professor Xavier as, like, Martin Luther King. He wanted to, like, uh, be gentle with the his oppressors and uh, Magneto as Malcolm X, who was like, no, nah, I'm oh, killing wow. him. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's kind of always been in the background. And the movies don't really play on that so much, but in the show, at least for the first episode, it was definitely on some like the government is cracking down on the mutants. It is it is like uh they're innocent people who are being more or less oppressed. And I was like, Yeah, I was like, Yeah, give me some of that oppression. <laughs> I like this <laughs> And uh and it's kinda of playing on that more. So I I'm curious to see if they lean into that and like um and uh, and play and, and play to that angle some because I, I like I always like that particular wrinkle yeah. of the story of it. It's a it's a very diverse cast, which I like a lot too. The powers look pretty good. Yeah. Like uh, I think they did a yeah. decent enough job with the special effects. Nice. And uh, it's uh, directed by Brian Singer. Oh, right. Who does the movies? There you but go. he's also a weirdo, right? So I'm like, I don't know if I like <laughs> Brian Singer or not. Why is he a weirdo? I don't look into it. Okay. <laughs> is there I won't. though? <laughs> I won't. <laughs> is there though? Uh, but I was like, but you know. It's a movie style director, like a big name director yeah. doing small screen stuff. So I'm like, yeah, all right, good production quality on it. So Sarah, so after hearing that, do you think you will be into the show? Yes. What kind of shows yeah. do you like? <laughs> I like uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like Downton Abbey. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like uh, uh, John Oliver. Oh, they are the best. Yeah. The best. <laughs> uh, yeah, John Stewart. Mm-hmm. Um, Listen, okay, so John Stewart, did you keep watching when Trevor Noah took over? I um, yeah, I, a little bit. Yeah. I haven't. I I um, like I don't watch cable that much anymore. Uh, so mm-hmm. I I just I watch like mostly John Oliver, I guess, because he's on HBO. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I wish the the Daily Show came out as a podcast. Like yeah. everything should be a podcast now. Yeah. I mean, it's not. You think nah. it, you think it is right? You know, yeah. I, maybe I could find it on YouTube or something. I, w- I want Jeopardy as a podcast <laughs> yeah. and Daily Show as a podcast. I would love both of those. That would be a great that idea. That would be great. Because I just, one Jeopardy is all audio. So just yeah. give it to me. And then I just really need it on demand is the thing. On demand and double speed. I don't know if you've been listening to me, Sarah, but I talk super fast. That's <laughs> <laughs> because I listen to all my podcasts and everything at like two times speed, two and a half times speed. And really? also I wanted to be in Baltimore. He lives his whole life like that. <laughs> a quarter mile, I live my whole life a quarter mile at a time and, and double speed. speed. <laughs> double speed. <laughs> So it's uh. That's why you have the Fast and the Furious car. <laughs> I know the, the Lancer. <laughs> okay, all right. So what else you like, Johnny? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I just came back from Europe. Ooh la la! And when I go into my Netflix in Europe, I get access to Star Trek Discovery. Ooh! Ooh. Heck yeah! 
So, so how many of them did you watch? How many are out? I'm up to episode five now. Hey. So the, and, and the deal is obviously in only in the United States, if you want to watch Star Trek Discovery, you have to sign up for that CBS All Access boo. <laughs> but anywhere else in the world, you can get it on Netflix. That's so stupid. It's like um, I got an email from my uh, from my cable company like, oh, man, like we're offering. Um, no, I got an email from Audible. Like I get audio books. Oh, you know, nice. audio books. I read a ton of books. That's why I'm crazy. And it was like, oh, we're offering a deal where it's like a hundred bucks instead of like one fifty for a year. I was like, oh, that's awesome! I'll get my next year for hundred bucks. It was like yeah. for, for new subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! I was like, I was like, I'm the home team here, buddy. Yeah. Why yeah. am I getting screwed you over? Your, yeah, True. yeah. Oh, they got you already. That's why, obviously. Well, yeah, I need to uh, cancel and add a new email address. Yeah, but who's got the time? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so the Star Trek show is uh, continues to go okay. Ooh, fan- first episode, fantastic. Nice. And ever since then, it's been declining just ever so slightly, I'd say. So what didn't it do as well in the in the preceding episodes? No. Pro- proceeding? Pre- latest episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think it starts to fall into some of the Star Trek tropes that uh, turn off the mainstream audience, which is introducing very um, uh, technology-savvy words. They're just making up crap, basically. <laughs> you know. The acceleron. Yeah, they're making up technology. First to polarity. It's the only way to that. stop the bomb. Yeah, it's just, it's, I don't think it's needed, almost. So yeah. it loses you, though? It wouldn't. I assume they're trying to get you with the type of stuff. If they're losing, whatever it's it should lo- turn off. It's losing me, though. Oh, man. Are it's you becoming less me. nerdy in your, in your old age? <laughs> I hope not, but... It's a possibility, I guess. Let me know when you start liking Big Bang Theory. <laughs> no, that, I would draw the line. I would draw the line there. Yeah. The line must be drawn here, no further. Okay, you two do an intervention. If you catch me watching Big Big Bang, I'll slap the remote out your hand. <laughs> okay, so you're going to finish it or no? Yeah, well, definitely. Okay. Yeah, I'm a Star Trek fan. Who's okay. the captain? Gaster. Oh. <laughs> What's that? What's that? What's that? Hold up now. You better bring this around. Yeah, I know. I, I just don't know the name, actually. Oh, okay. uh, no, I don't know the name. I know the actor. I can totally visualize the person. It's uh, uh, Sasha from, from Walking Dead, right? No, it's the first show that focuses on the first officer who is Sasha from the oh, Walking Dead. Oh, so she's not the captain. Oh, that's cool. She's not the captain. But so, that is the main character. Yes, she oh, is the main character. Hmm. Okay. So the first two episodes is basically a standalone like two-parter, and then oh, the nice. rest of the season takes on from like so episode three is actually kind of like a pilot again oh. so the first two episodes the captain is michelle yule oh hey fantastic oh yeah and then starting episode three is the the main captain you'll you'll experience for for the rest of the season and i've got the dude's name i feel like it's a spoiler and it's something happens to michelle yule <laughs> no it's just a jump in time ah yes 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 yes, jump yes. In time. okay that's fine yeah do you think it's maybe losing your interest a little because it's kind of broken up that way like no, I think I'm I'm losing because the technology piece, and then also they they break a Gene Roddenberry rule in Star Trek with this new show, which was I think I read somewhere Gene Roddenberry did not allow dissent amongst the team oh. in his previous shows, so everybody gets along. Star Trek: Next Generation, Star Trek, all the other Star Trek shows. I the, feel the like crew a, gets as along. rules go, I feel like that's a good one to break. Yeah, because it just causes more um, friction within the team, yeah, and kind of therefore tension. more drama, yeah. more interesting stuff. At the same time, though, it's like, don't anybody, doesn't anybody like each other on this show to a degree? Oh, yeah. It's like, it's just a little nice. too much, you know? It's like, you're all on the same team at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Why so much friction here? Yeah. So I've been on a few teams. The new yeah. Star Trek movies have a lot of friction within yes. the crew, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, oh, actually, and real quick, I'm still watching the Orville. <laughs> Fantastic, really good. Okay, still so loving it. So Orville's better than Star Trek. You're telling us on the on the mic right now. Johnny. No, 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 no. They're <laughs> just different. Trouble. They're different. <laughs> they're just different. They're like two kids. They're just different. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have a favorite kid for sure. I, that's why I can't. A uh, little thing about me, sir. I feel like if I had maybe two, three kids, you'd have a favorite. Uh, yes, but I could hide it. If I had like four <laughs> kids, whatever one I don't like, the one the, the, like the one I like the least, they know. Yeah, Aww. I wouldn't be able. To, I, I, it's not a thing I love about myself, which is why I'm not going to have that many kids. <laughs> but I feel like I, it's, you only got so much time in a day, and one kid's yeah. like trying to like play football. That's one kid's trying right to like play trivia. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go hang up the trivia kid. <laughs> <laughs> I pick you from practice. <laughs> that uh, that the last episode on uh, on the Orville had Charlize Theron. Hey, there you Ooh. go. Guest starring for the episode. So that's awesome. Well, like as an alien or as regular Charlize Theron? Uh, it's a uh, regular human. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh wait, so I guess. So she future. could be an alien if if the show is based on some other planet. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> or she was born in. So if you're born in space, I guess it depends on if like you're born on an American ship. If you're like a citizen of Earth, it just depends on what the rules are at the time. Yeah, I guess that's true. It depends on who's president. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so Sarah, have you uh, Johnny got anything else? No, that's good for now. Okay, Sarah, you re- got any favorite shows that are out right now? Books you're reading, TV, uh, movies you've seen, um, ex- or plays? Excited about um, uh, Stranger Things. Oh yes, too. yes. <laughs> so Johnny, did you ever watch Stranger Things? Yeah, I did. Love it. Yeah, it's great. When does the new one come out? I think it's like. Soon, this weekend, tomorrow, days. I think. <gasps> I think all the whole season as the usual drops at the same time. So, uh, so are you a binger, Sarah? You gonna blow it all out one weekend, or are you gonna savor it? I savor. Yeah. I I would like to binge because you know it's like once you start, you don't want to stop. Mm-hmm. But uh, I usually feel guilty if I watch more than two episodes. Oh really? Back to, and during the hurricanes when we still had power, I watched like three yeah. episodes of yeah. Ooh, Netflix. three. <laughs> Ooh, I, I indulged in three. If I've got the time, I'll just sit there and knock out whatever I'm watching. But it's like, yeah. I never have that much time to just sit still for that long. I've got like, you gotta go work out. You know, gotta go, uh, you know, do some charity work. Yeah. Gotta go like, uh, I don't, I don't do any of these things. <laughs> gotta, gotta, gotta you go, work out. <laughs> I gotta go pick up this pizza. Clearly, look at guns. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is natural. <laughs> uh, okay. So, so what else? What else? Oh, I'm I'm reading The Handmaiden's Tale. <gasps> I want to I want to read it so bad. Have you seen the show? I haven't seen the show yet. Have you guys seen it? Boo! Johnny doesn't like. The show. Oh no, you don't like the show? Because everybody whispers on the show. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> captions, Johnny captions. On. I don't like reading either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, so Sarah, here's a here's a thing that uh, I feel very strongly about this, and it's up for debate, I suppose. Okay, so for things like The Handmaid's Tale, you know, you started reading the book recently, I assume. Yeah. So you knew the show was out. Mm-hmm. So there was a chance for you to experience this story in either visual medium, movie or show, or uh, reading it, and you chose to read it. I assume you want to do both. Why did you choose to read it before watching it? It was kind of random. I was just in the airport, and it was yeah. in the bookstore, <laughs> so I was like, oh, I know this is a show on TV, so let me just pick it up. And uh, I just haven't you know, gotten around to watching it yet. Okay, so my, my thoughts on the subject are that you should, for sure, watch watch it, then read it. So this, I noticed when all the Harry Potter movies were coming out that all the Harry Potter people would constantly complain about the movies <laughs> and how bad they were compared to the books. Because I was like, oh. But then I I uh, watched – wait, what did I do? I forget what it was. Oh, I, I read Hunger Games and then watched the movies. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is what they're talking about. Like you've gotten so much more detail. Books, yeah. And then you get like a, an overview of it and they skip stuff for time and whatnot. Oh, yeah. So, so the proper thing to do is to watch the movie of some great thing. And then you'll get the 
Then you'll get like your your Swiss cheese of it. <laughs> and then when you read the book, it fills in the holes. And then you're like, oh, oh, oh. And it's, it's a better way to do it. <laughs> so there's my little tidbit to you that you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's worked out for me. Like I did a... And Angels and Demons like that, or in like Da Vinci Code. Um, really? You yeah. did it that way? Yeah, yeah. Bo's oh. favorite movie? The, no, the, the, the secret he didn't like. The <laughs> Da Vinci Code was. Oh, the Assassin's Creed? Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. It was uh, the secret in the Da Vinci Code. Yeah. Oh, yeah, His yeah. mom thought that the, the, the secret was the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> that's right, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I was listening to that the other day. All right, yeah, I got a fan. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. And uh, as for, for me. Oh, Assassin's I'm sorry. I don't want to do oh, no, please, please. Assassin's Creed, did you guys see it? Was it oh, good? yeah. Was it bad? Horrible. It's horrible and with Michael Fassbender. I know. Like yeah, he's she, not the problem. Yeah, she did wrong. At, well, Aww. he's him and several great actor actresses. And he. That. It's not Michael Fassbender's fault. He yeah. acts his butt off no matter what he's in. Mm-hmm. He yeah. just chases a check sometimes or something. Because he was in that that movie, <laughs> The Accountant, yeah. right? Which was terrible. But he he wasn't the accountant. Michael Fassbender. That the, movie with like Brad Pitt, the the lawyer. It was called the lawyer. The the prosecutor. Name <laughs> name all the words. Name all the words for lawyer. <laughs> It was, it was Michael Fassbender? Yeah. <laughs> it was a lawyer? Yeah. The name of the movie is is like the, and then it's a word that means lawyer. <laughs> Son of a gun. Words. Nope. I'm leaving Lance hanging. <laughs> lawyer. I don't know what this was. <laughs> Bender. But, but like he was good in the movie because Michael Fassbender is actually a super amazing yeah. actor. Yeah. But he doesn't make the best choices or whatever. And so it was um, oh. the counselor, the counselor, the counselor. Oh. The counselor. Oh. I was like, you "Can't yes. believe you actually let me hang." <laughs> but face, and so that movie was was not good. But Fastbender's fine. He's like the it's not my fault. Yeah. All stars. That's one of my favorite podcasts. So I so Fastbender did an interview talking about Assassin's Creed and why it bombed. Oh yeah, really? Oh. Yeah, he did. And he was like, "Yeah, our bad or whatever it is. We took the movie too seriously, um, and we spent." I think he said more time in the past than in the present, perhaps, mm. where if he had to do it again, it would just, you know, just, just have more fun with the, with the content and just have more action and, and such. Oh, yeah, yeah. If there's like, if yeah. I had a favorite genre of movie, it is crazy movie that is leaning into being crazy <laughs> and over the top. <laughs> Fast and Furious. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Once they started, like, well, The Rock picked up a missile and, and, and threw it at somebody <laughs> in the last one. <laughs> Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I was like, this is great. He, sh- he shot a bag full of grenades with his uh, pistol <laughs> from from a flying Dodge Charger, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> but, uh, spoiler alert: they're they're good. <laughs> I wonder how the writers of those movies come up with all that stuff. Like, they ask their kids <laughs> what they're doing when they when they're like r- running the cars across the. <laughs> I was say, I think they just watch the kids play play with their hot uh, hot, hot wheel toys. They check the nanny cam. <laughs> When their kids Ooh, are alone. That's a great <laughs> plot point. That's a great plot point. Like, all right. Another Lego yeah. man are coming. G.I. G- Joe. <laughs> He's in a tank. All right. All right. <laughs> They're in the bathtub. So, okay, we're going underwater. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty accurate. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, let's see. Well, oh, for man. me, let me see. What am I reading right now? I'm reading a bunch of books on police and whatnot. Uh, oh, nice. Good stuff. Good stuff. Not really. Look at Duperseus. Well, okay, so it, it, it's called uh, Blue on Blue. It's a book about written by this uh, the head guy from New York Police Department Internal Internal Affairs. So, like, okay, I, you know that'll be interesting. Uh, see, it's like the, the 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 sub sub line on the book or whatever, like the the post colon is like um a true story of like uh, the the police that police the police. Hmm. I was like, okay, so he'll be talking about 
you know, some of the corruption in the police department and whatnot. But the whole time he's like, ah, all these, com- uh, citizens are complaining too much. So what if a couple of people get beat up? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. It's fine. It's fine. No big deal. Listen, it's 30,000 cops in New York. Ah, a couple of them will be bad. It's fine. <laughs> That's oh, interesting. Wow. I, I, I feel like you went into that book looking for a confirmation bias. I thought you went into reading that book saying, all right, let me hear about all the corruption going on in the cops, which would help me feed the uh, paranoia I have about cops. Yeah, exactly. And it didn't give me that. Yeah, exactly. Bastard. <laughs> Confirmation <laughs> bias. Confirmation yeah. bias. Yeah, it's funny because I, I have been going on every media I can find and giving it bad reviews. <laughs> I'm petty like that and I got the time. Uh, let me see. So have I seen any movies lately? Mm. What well, we saw Blade Runner. Did we talk about that right oh, We didn't talk about Blade Runner Did you like yet. it? Did you see it, Sarah? I haven't seen it yet. Okay, we won't Did you have seen the original? Yes. Did you like the original? Yes. You like the first. You like the new wow. One. You're the first one to like the original. <laughs> yeah. Really? This the new one's just as boring, long, and <laughs> and beautiful. Oh, I think you love first. the sequel then. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think I was listening to Pop Culture Happy Hour talk about Blade Runner, and I think they nailed it by saying, it, "Yeah, of course, Blade Runner 2049 is a download, but you're so much more well informed and appreciative of it if you if you watch the begin the 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 first one, the original." Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd say so. It definitely like flushes out that world a little bit more. Yeah, but I, I it, like, I tried to rewatch the first one before I watched the second one, and like, I didn't make it through it. You know, it, was, <laughs> it was nap time real quick after I started. So I, I love the music in that movie. <laughs> love it, love it. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, I don't know. If it's just iTunes or any digital music distributor of the Blade Runner twenty forty nine album. They won't allow you to buy that single track. Really? Yeah, they'll sell you the other tracks, but there's a couple that are album only, meaning you have to buy the entire album oh. to get to those tracks. And and the one I want is, you know, album only. Oh, I can yeah. I can record. Hold on, everybody, be quiet for a second. <laughs> I can isolate that for you. Give me the P3. <laughs> That's all that movie was. <laughs> like trying to blow out the, the movie theater speakers. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um. So on the. Some recent trailers came out. They were uh, looking fantastic. And what are you uh, excited for for the rest of the year, Johnny? Rest of the year? Well, the, the big two probably, Thor and oh. The Last Jedi. Yes. Thor is coming out next weekend. I keep, they keep releasing these clips of the movie probably. I should stop watching them, but they're hilarious. <laughs> I can't wait to watch this movie. Uh, you know, I've, I've seen very few uh, trailers for Thor and none of the new uh, Jedi trailers. Not even like the what? original. Yeah, I try to avoid them. I run out the theater. Oh. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I yeah, I, I give it a good one minute pondering, like, hmm. The new Last Jedi trailer came out. The director said to actually avoid it if you don't want spoilers. Oh really? Yeah, I still watched it though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I couldn't resist. Yeah. Ha, have you seen any of the trailers yet? Yes. Oh yeah? Good? The trailer the there's a really long one on YouTube that's For pretty, Last Jedi? Yeah. It looks amazing. Yeah, it I've, does. I've heard I've heard people talk about it and they say it looks really good. Yeah. yeah. And also I heard them say that like Disney purposely cuts their trailers to like confuse you about the what the movie's about. And I'm glad they do. Yeah, me too. I'm glad they do. Confuse like, the heck out of me. I just <laughs> want to get amped up, that's all the whole point is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Let's Black pa- the Black Panther trailer, you guys see that? I'm pretty excited oh, about yeah. that. Oh yeah. That is yeah, amazing. Yeah. Wanna maintain a friend? Yeah. Heck Everybody yeah. nods, say it's great. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and that music is good too from the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. And Pacific Ram two is probably those are <gasps> Probably like that's ah, gonna bomb. Yeah. No, no, bomb. no, no. If I have the to personally, fun. I... Sarah, why, we should hang out a lot right? more. Giant robots. I like the first yeah. one too. I'm just I'm predicting the second one's gonna bomb a little bit. Nope. Giant Does robots. Have black the same dudes. Cast. 
Like, yeah, Idris Elba because he's gorgeous. Now they, they got John Boyega to play the the. I don't know if he's the same guy or like his son or something like that. Yeah. Oh. The the black dude from Star Wars: Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah, he's yeah. good. And yeah, for like the white him. people, they got uh, Scott uh, Eastwood. You know, they keep trying to put him in stuff. That's the thing that I think is going to like mess it up because he who's he Clint Eastwood's son. Oh, were they? Yeah. yeah, you should look him up. He's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but oh, yeah. but like uh, but I think he's going to turn into like uh, Taylor Klitsch, who uh, was in a bunch of movies, but none of them worked. Um, him, uh, Army Hammer, Josh Hartnett. <laughs> Hartnett, I think, has has made a few things. Josh Hartnett in um, Penny Dreadful. I would say that's him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Josh Hartnett, I wouldn't put in there. It's yeah. it's a uh, Army oh, Hammer. Go back to TV. I mean. yeah, well, well, Penny yeah, Dreadful's yeah. good though. So it's Army yeah. Hammer. Yeah. Um, I think Army Hammer still has some chance. I think he's still. I don't, I don't think he's peaked yet. Nah. Army Hammer? There's a guy named Army Hammer? I know, right? <laughs> 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 he, and also, so like, he's beautiful. And he's he's like, he's in all these movies that the trailer shouldn't be good. And like, they really tried to put him in stuff. Yeah. But, but like, yeah. it just never worked out. Like, mm. I think so him, uh, Taylor Kitsch, yeah, you're right. He never did anything. Uh, Buddy from Twilight. I thought that... Uh, Robert Patterson? Both of them. I thought the wolf and the oh, vampire. Yeah. Oh, the something. wolf guy, yeah. Neither one of them did anything. And I was like, what's that does, about? Does anybody even know the wolf guy's name? These two. Oh. Taylor. Taylor yeah. I mean, I don't know. Who knows these things? <laughs> he fell for the trap. Uh, uh, was it Tupac? He's like, I only have his poster in my locker. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> hardcore rap over here. So, uh, by the way, Pacific Rim, mm-hmm. I hear they're trying to tie that into the monster universe. Like so the, 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 the... Godzilla. The, oh, Godzilla. Oh. Godzilla and King Kong. Okay. I the King Kong cool. movie is fantastic. By the way. It is not fantastic. I give a plug for that. It's great. Kong, Kong Skull Island? <laughs> yeah. That is an outlier. That fantastic. Is, man, I would not have guessed that Johnny would have called that amazing. Fantastic. That's thoroughly enjoyed that What did that you thing. like about it? it? It could have so easily fell into a typical monster movie. Like, oh, okay, here we go. The big giant spectacles and the crazy characters that fall into the traps. And okay, such. Yeah, I like the things I like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think it still had that. But the way it told the story was more uh, artful or unique. Artful? Yeah. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I think they just, I think they totally embraced what the movie was. They're like, okay, we're going to be this uh, crazy monster action flick. Let, let's lean into it a little bit, which is something you yeah, would like. They did lean, they did, they lean they into did it. They did lean into it. Like <laughs> Samuel Jackson being the villain. He leaned into that villain mode. Oh, nice. Sam's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was great. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. That's mm-hmm. fine. Everybody played their bit, their part correctly and pulled yeah. together nicely. They did what it was supposed to do, but you know. yeah. Oh, you know what? It did have some good shots, though. Like so, like uh, it would be you could take a lot of different like uh, scenes from that movie and make them like your, your screen, sh- your background on your computer. Ooh. Like it was, it was beautiful in that respect. I would give you that. Yeah, but uh, it's bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> that's our pop culture segment. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap this bad boy up. Oh, so, I forgot to. Do you guys yeah, like cool. to binge also? For Netflix, yeah. or sometimes if I can, I probably like to do two, three episodes, but I'll do it like almost every single night. Oh, nice! Because I just can't get it out of my head. Yeah, I like yeah. the binging; it keeps everything nice and like coordinated, and, uh, and knock it out, and I can move on to the next thing. It's like right. I understand the story. Like a, oh, yeah. when you got to watch everything one week by week, I'm like, what happened? Like, who's this guy? <laughs> yeah. like, Game of Th- like Game of Thrones, right? I love Game of Thrones. Yeah. But when it comes back, I'm like, man, like. <laughs> is this a bad guy like who is he is he related to somebody it's too many freaking yeah. characters yeah. or like when you're talking to somebody about it you know you're just like oh yeah onion night I'm like what you want to see this? <laughs> the black dude who can't read <laughs> anyway um, alright all right, so that's a pop culture segment uh, so we got a couple of, of new reviews I want to read our five star reviews that is our, our policy here so if you want to, to get a shout out on the Junto show just go to iTunes and leave us a five star review and we'll gladly review you so we got um 
a great listen profound thoughts and ideas yet quirky at the same time mm-hmm. a nice balance from Sharice and uh, C. Beasy my, my man or I mean a dedicated fan I don't know <laughs> 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 says uh, hilarious good diverse opinions with the blend of serious and funny satirical content I good. agree. Uh, I'm glad he wrote what he uh, what we told him to write. <laughs> Actually, I, I didn't give that. I didn't tell him to write that. That was good. The rest of them, nah, nah, I'll, I'll cut that out. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So that's the Dehunto show for this week. Uh, thank you so much to Sarah, our, our guest Sarah. host today. You killed it. I had a great time. Me too. Thank you so much for having me. So good to see you. Uh, so Johnny, give, uh, give out your social media. Anything you want to plug? At Finn Comics, F I N N Comics with an S in the end, and you check me out on Instagram and uh, Twitter. All right, and uh, I'm uh, A-K-A-D-I-M-I-X. That's pronounced academics on, on Twitter. Yeah, you Go keep on explaining that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Find out uh, how racist your country is. <laughs> <laughs> and Sarah, thank you. Here's your time. Uh, um, I have an Instagram called Squishtagram. Ah. It's mostly pictures of my dog Squish. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Awesome. <laughs> All right, so that's our show for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back. Actually, we'll take a little bit of a break because me, me and Johnny are going out of town. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to yeah. Asia. We might still record next week. I'm not sure. No, we're on a plane. <laughs> no, we're not. Really. Oh, you're on a plane. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't fly out till Friday. Oh, adios, amigo. Hey, so are you going to be okay traveling to Vietnam by yourself? You and Chaibar? <gasps> yeah, yeah. That's fine. I'm a grown up. <laughs> All right. I mean, unless I shouldn't be, you know more about it than I do. Am I going to get there and be like, oh, no, black man? I shouldn't do the voice. <laughs> but like, as long as, they, as long as they're cool with me, I, I'm not going to be the problem. <laughs> if they're like okay with me being there, I'm fine with me. <laughs> All right. This I won't do the voice when I'm there. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much. <laughs>